Hello and welcome to Against the Grain, a podcast centered around self-exploration, leadership, lifestyle change, and soul-driven success. I'm your host, change advocate and coach, Louise Fuster, here to help you expand your capacity to adapt to change and move with momentum towards leading your life your way. Join me as we explore what it takes to cultivate a strong sense of self, lead from the heart, and boldly pursue change as a choice. This podcast will help you think, act, and live differently, giving you the green light to make meaningful shifts that feed your soul and ultimately shape your own success. Your life is yours to lead. You are capable of incredible things. And this podcast is your reminder. I'm a big believer that your ability to recognize when change is calling and your willingness to change plays a huge part in whether you reach your full potential and live out your best life. But it can be hard to know when it's the best time to make change. Am I right? Why is that though? Well, most people are either too busy, stuck in surviving the day-to-day that they never make the time to objectively evaluate their life, or they've become very good at ignoring the signs they're out of alignment and consequently brush off how a change could positively benefit them. If you're feeling this, my friend, then you've landed in the right place. Welcome to the first episode of a three-part mini-series to help you recognize if now really is the right time to make change. The fact is, everyone's life could use a little change, and not in the superficial way where you shuffle things around on the surface and then wonder why nothing feels much different underneath. I'm talking about creating lasting change, meaningful change, change that makes your life better. Over the next three episodes, I'll highlight 15 fairly common but often overlook signs that scream, it's time to make a shift. By the end of this mini-series, you'll be clear on when the best time is to open the door to change, and you'll know what you can do easily to start making a shift. So set yourself a reminder to tune into all three episodes over the next three weeks. All right, let's kick this series off with a sign so blindingly obvious, yet one we ignore the most, which is you're no longer happy. Oh, this is a biggie. When you're not happy, you can express this in two ways. Either you're quite open to not being as happy as you'd like. Perhaps you're the person who, when someone asks you how you are, your first response without much thought is, oh, you know, living the dream. And you've been responding this way for ages because you've been living out of alignment for ages. You're aware you're unhappy, but you're not really willing or don't know how yet to change your situation. Then there's a person who gets so good at faking the I'm fine line that you begin to believe the lie you tell others. If this is you, when you find these little untruths like I'm fine, it's fine, I'm happy enough slipping easily from your mouth, it's time to fess up to yourself and with others. Yourself first and foremost though, because you know what? It's not fine. It's not fine that you're tolerating stuff that no longer brings you joy. It's not fine that you're slugging away at shit that doesn't light you up anymore. If you're no longer happy in life, then you're well overdue to take a good, hard look at all areas of your life and start to narrow down what it is that's causing your unhappiness. 
When we're in the midst of our gloom, sometimes we can't pinpoint exactly what the cause is and where we need to change. So here's something you can easily do, which is to rate all the areas of your life. Think your career, your health, your well-being, your home environment, your love relationships, family, finances, perhaps travel adventure, your passions, and give each of those areas a ranking out of five, where five is excellent and one sucks. You don't think you could be doing any worse. Now look at what you've written and notice in what two areas you ranked the highest and have a think about why you think that is. Why did you give them such a good rating? And then look at the areas you rated low, the ones and twos. These are the ones that need immediate attention. Sit for a moment and think about how your life will look and feel once you have these areas ranked high. And then ask yourself, how can I bump these up to a four or five? What can I begin to do and think now to make improvements in these areas? This is a good exercise to help you recognize your overall level of fulfillment in many areas of life. We only get one life, yeah. This isn't a trial run. We don't get to come back and do things differently, unfortunately. So it's in your best interest to quit being a negative Nancy and quit masking your unhappiness and pretending it's all okay. You must prioritize your happiness on the daily. It's time to make a change. Being unhappy is never a good enough reason to stay somewhere. Never. Okay, the second surefire sign it's time to make some changes in your life is when everything just feels ho-hum. So this is a little different to not being happy. You know when you're not happy. Whether you are honest with yourself about it or not might be another story, but you generally know. This here is when you just feel indifferent to it all. Just generally feeling blah about things, neither here nor there. You're not happy, but you don't identify as being sad either. You just feel ho-hum, like you're just simply existing. Now, a good way to notice if this is you, if you're sitting here in this void, is if you look for ways to escape your everyday reality. You may be on the verge of not giving a shit anymore, possibly even relying on soothers to get you through the day. Maybe it's an evening glass or three or four of wine, or you like to party often and numb yourself with substances to make you feel better than you do. Perhaps you like distracting yourself for hours on end every night watching Netflix. And I'm not talking a couple of hours. I'm talking like five or six hours every night. Do you recognize that it's mainly you contributing to you feeling this way, keeping you tethered to your just bearable life? Look, You need to care about stuff. You're meant to give a shit about some things. Ignoring reality won't resolve things for you. It won't just work itself out. Rarely does it do that. Practicing gratitude is such a small thing you can do that'll help put things back in perspective. It's good to remember all the cool things you already have in your life. More than likely, you just take them for granted. Are you grateful for the cozy couch you have to watch Netflix from? Are you grateful you have friends who enjoy your company and invite you places? Are you grateful for getting paid well for the work you do? Are you grateful for the companionship your pet brings you? It's good to start reflecting and being grateful, to notice what you already have, what is wonderful in your life right now. So start a practice of writing down three things you are grateful for every night before bed. I guarantee this will raise your mood and move you away from feeling ho-hum in no time. 
you'll soon see that there's many opportunities that land in front of you. You've just been previously closed off to them. Life is all about how you feel. And doing this practice, you'll find it's easier to naturally flow between gratitude and joy. Okay, moving on. Number three, you know it's time to make a shift when you aren't being recognized or appreciated. Oh my, isn't this a fun one? There's nothing worse than feeling unseen and being taken for granted, never being acknowledged or even compensated for your efforts. This unfortunately can leave you feeling trapped and resentful. I've been here, I'm familiar with this. The thing is, you know what you bring to the table is valuable. Yet when you feel constantly held back with others undermining your potential, self-doubt creeps in. And soon enough, you start comparing yourself to your peers, the ones who get recognized, praised, rewarded, and even promoted. The negative result of your self-esteem is not healthy, and it can dribble down into the work you produce. What you need to do is start to shift away from your need to be externally validated. Now, often this can take years of self-inquiry to rebuild your confidence and esteem. However, I have something that'll boost your confidence immediately. Do this. Reach out to your top three to five best friends or close colleagues. And hell, if you're lucky enough to have 10, then reach out to them all. And ask them to tell you what your five best qualities are. Like what they admire about you, what you do that impresses them, what comes to mind first when they think of you. Choose people who will be totally honest with you and let them reflect back to you how great you really are. And then take this info and reread it over and over and over and over until it really sinks into your being. You see, once you know and believe all these great qualities about yourself, you don't tend to let lack of external validation rock you so much. Now, If you can't shake the feeling of being undervalued and underappreciated and the workplace or the environment you're in is always making you feel like shit, then honestly, it might be a good time to consider moving on to a place where you feel supported. You need to go where your energy is celebrated, appreciated and reciprocated. Never let a company or certain individuals squash your future ambitions. Okay. Number four is when your well-being is taking a hit. Your body is a machine. It's capable of so much. But when you've been ignoring the need for change or you're spending a great deal of effort trying to avoid change, it'll inevitably catch up to you, taking a toll on your overall well-being. And eventually your body will just say, nope, no more. I'm done. I'm tired. And physically you'll notice signs something is off. Think allergies, skin disorders, constant headaches, digestive issues, abnormal aches and pains. And symptoms will manifest like anxiety, irritability, depression, anger, insomnia, and emotional outbursts. No, this is not normal. You're experiencing an imbalance in your system. These are all signs something needs to change. There's an area of your life that needs attention. It could be your friendships, relationships, your finances, your career, your mental or emotional health. There's something you're ignoring for whatever reason. And until you decide to deal with whatever it is, your well-being will continue to suffer. You see, avoiding change can, over time, 
lead to something much more serious like chronic disease or a disastrous decision resulting from poor judgment. You don't have much if you don't have your health. So sometimes the healthiest thing you can do for your well-being is to do the hard things. And that might look like speaking up for yourself. It might look like cancelling commitments or calling it quits on something, setting stronger boundaries, solo time to analyse and work through your problems, and maybe even completely walking away and venturing down a different path. You know it's time to make a change when your well-being is taking a hit. How else do you know? Well, another sign is when what you're doing feels stale, boring, no longer exciting or inspiring. It happens when every day feels routine, you feel restless, out of sync, your passion has gone AWOL, and what was once interesting and captivating is now yawn material. Life is meant to inspire you, to challenge you, to activate you, energize you, and fulfill you. So if you feel like you're just going through the motions and your attention has dwindled considerably, it's definitely time to make an adjustment. You have energetically moved on, so can your life. Because waiting around for inspiration or hoping things magically change by themselves isn't going to be of help. It's time to bring some awareness to A, what's still in your joy, and B, what lights you the fuck up. It's up to you to bring some passion and creativity back into your life. Don't know where to start? Well, first ask yourself, what am I interested in that I haven't tried? And then make a list of these things and others that you find fun, what activates you and brings you joy. You're going to choose an area of passion and then choose some activities to support it. So some areas of passion you might consider, maybe travel, Food, music, uh, fashion, beauty, how about social causes, art, TV or film, maybe interior design, politics even, whatever floats your boat. Now pick an area or two or three, you don't have to limit yourself. What are some things you like to do related to these areas? And next, go do something about it. And it seems very simple because it is. Figure out what you want to do more of from the list. Start with one thing. Estimate how long it will take you and put it in your diary or calendar. Schedule it in. It doesn't matter if it takes five minutes or five hours. Then book it in if you need to. Pay for it if you have to. And go do it. Make it happen. Actually do something about it. You might decide every month you'll go rock climbing or you'll macrame pot plant holders for an hour every Thursday or, I don't know, perhaps every fortnight you'll head out and listen to live music, a live band. It doesn't matter what it is. You see, you need to be intentional about building these passions back into your life. It's up to you to make the change. When I was going through a my life feels a bit stale, I need some excitement phase, I started playing around making candles at home because I thought it'd be fun creating my own scents, which it was. I loved it. So much fun, I ended up selling them on the weekends at the farmer's market. Who'd have thought, huh? You never know where following your creativity and passions may lead. 
Well, my friends, that's it for part one of 15 signs it's time to make a change. Let's quickly recap the first five signs we covered. Number one, you're no longer happy. Two, everything just feels ho-hum. Number three, you aren't being recognized or appreciated. Your well-being is taking a hit. And lastly, what you're doing feels stale, boring, no longer exciting or inspiring. Do you recognize some of these signs in your own life? Is there one calling you to make change? I'll be back next week highlighting another five signs it's time for change in part two of this three-part mini-series. In the meantime, if you've loved this episode, tag me over on the gram, hit that follow subscribe button and go on, leave me a review. Thanks as always for tuning in. I look forward to connecting with you again next week on Against the Grain for part two of 15 signs it's time to make a change. Until then, have a wonderful week.